Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining me here this afternoon. You can join me on the air at 608-785-7914, also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch, at 1410WYZM.com, but certainly the Better Hearing Center talk at text line works really, really well, 608-785-7914. It's a Friday, it's free-for-all Friday, normally I'd start with some circus music, not going to do that today. It never feels like it's the right thing to do on a day when there's, um, you know, another significant tragedy uh, in the United States. So I'm not going to do it because it's uh, just doesn't, it's not going to be, it's just not the right thing to do. So we'll, we'll start off. uh, You could, if you are, inclined to do so and feel like you'd be missing something if you didn't have circus music you could hum it in your head otherwise we're just going to skip it for today uh that tragedy that i speak of you if you haven't heard already i can't imagine that you haven't but uh another shooting school shooting by um, another kid who seemed to advertise freely his um I don't know if his intentions necessarily, but certainly his uh, proclivities for um, mayhem, perhaps, on social media. And uh, this time attacking a, uh, a school where he was, at, he was at that school. He was a student at that school, as is often the case, uh, in Santa Fe, Texas today. Um, it's, uh, the the num- numbers we have at this point are 10 dead, 10 wounded. Um, he, the student, uh, Demetrius, uh, I can't think of the, say his name again, Portug, uh, hmm, it's something, There's, it's a name, and it's like Portugras or something, it's Greek, at any rate, um, But a student at the school, and he used, a, is, is apparently his use is the, the guns he found, he, or the guns he got at home. A shotgun and a thirty-eight. Um, so the uh, the the uh, um, assault type weapon uh, people don't uh, can't can't launch themselves at this. Um, the uh, I guess the the gun safety advocates probably can. The 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 lock your gun in the cabinet people could probably uh, um, say I told you so. Um, I don't know. I at the end of the day you have you know if 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 you're not if you no matter what else no matter what any other situation is in terms of you, know, you get the guns at home or you 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 uh, uh order the guns online or you do you steal the guns from the neighbor or you you buy the guns illegally or you I don't know whatever else you do no matter el- how what else is going on there at the end of the day you have individuals who suffer from some level of derangement because you cannot possibly not be in some way deranged or sickened mentally 
and engage in that kind of violence. There's no other explanation. Nothing. And it might be long-term mental illness. It might be a short-term delusion. It might be drug-induced. It might be any kind of thing. And I, I it's, who knows? what Whatever this one is, I don't know. You know, who knows? The bringer of death this time probably is fill in the blank. Who knows? But it, you know, this, I would have to believe after what happened in Parkland and all of, uh, all of the, uh, you know, the students and their activities and their going to Washington and their, their speaking in the Florida State Capitol and all of the television attention they got and being media darlings and going to a, a town hall forum and, and, and throwing down with Marco Rubio and getting in the face of the uh, NRA's, uh, what's her name? Uh, after all of that, I would have to believe that all of those people feel absolutely deflated and defeated. Because they have to know by now what all the rest of us already knew. That there's nothing that is going to happen that is going to change this particular situation unless incredibly drastic steps are taken. Like nibbling around the edges background checks, whatever that is, that's nothing changes without incredibly drastic actions. And I can't even imagine what those incredibly drastic actions are. I can tell you that, and again, 10 students, I guess, I think mostly students, all students, isn't, I'm not entirely clear with this. 10 dead, 10 wounded in a school setting once again. And you do begin to wonder, and this is something that I thought of today, you do begin to wonder if, um, and I'm probably not going to go back to the kid's name again because I'm just, I'm, you know, just done with that. But you do begin to wonder if the constant attention that is focused in the wake of these shootings provides more increased incentive for the young perpetrators to do, to, to, to mimic the same thing. Does it seem like that's a possibility? Does it seem like that's something that is, that we give the, uh, you know, media, social media, right? All media gives us so much attention. Not only that, but our lawmakers gives us so much attention. That um, it simply becomes, like as, as we've been told so many times, uh, it becomes something that um, other young people with delusions of grandeur want to simply copy because they believe that is also their route 
towards uh, world renown. And uh, in fact, um, let's say being infamous, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. The the person in question, this kid in question, was a um, was a student at the high school that he shot up today. Um, yeah, he was really quiet and wore a trench coat. Almost every day. It's it's not like I didn't I didn't see this coming. This is one of those where you're like, well, that that kid that he mm, eh. not that really quiet keeps to himself wears a trench coat every day. Automatically means you have a. You know, there's a there's a high likelihood that it's likely you're going to be a, a trigger man at a school. It doesn't necessarily mean that, but those dudes with the keep to themselves, you know, hang out wear the trench coat every day. I don't know. I'd probably keep an eye on them. <laughs> why, why not? Right? Keeps themselves wears the trench coat every day. Also, maybe social media posts where you're um, where you're dressed, you know, in a T-shirt that says "Born to Kill," and then uh, the jacket with Nazi and fascist symbols on it. That might be something. So that was today's event. Yeah, I just don't think, uh, besides the guns, by the way, the shotgun and the 38, there was also the explosives that they found. So he he apparently had a sense that there was much more that he planned on doing. I just don't, it doesn't, there is... There has to be a sense among those all those Parkland, Florida kids who were so adamant that they were going to be the last one. There's got to be a sense among all those that, yeah, we're not going to be the last one, are we? It's going to be this one. And was that three months ago? Yeah, about three months ago, wasn't it? Three months ago. So it's going to be this one. Then three months later, it's going to be another one. Three months later, it's going to be another one. Or maybe not that long. And nothing changes without incredibly drastic actions. Just not. 608-785-7914. This is the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email. Mitch at 1410wizm.com. It is a free-for-all Friday here on Wisdom. So anything you'd like to talk about, we can talk about. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine. If you if you have these situations, and you know, I know that there was a lot of fear expressed among many people who, when we talked about 
the Florida shooting, the Florida school shooting in February, there was a lot of conversation, a lot of concern, especially as the as the energy that was generated turned into legislation. There was a lot of concern out there among people who thought, well, they're going to come for my guns eventually. Something's going to happen eventually. They're going to come for my guns. Does that does that concern pop up every time there's a school shooting? Every time there's a school shooting like this, does that concern pop up? And remember, and remember, once again, this is tougher because it's dude who who got the his dad's shotgun in thirty-eight. Dude went and got his dad's shotgun in thirty-eight, according to these reports that I have. Not the not the you know assault type weapon that we've raged on about repeatedly. But the but the but his dad's shotgun and thirty eight is what he got, and then made some explosives. So what 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 now then, and what is the greatest fear with this, and what is the greatest sense of hopelessness, and what are those drastic actions that would have to be taken, so that when you send your kid to school. In the morning you're relatively sure he's going to come home again. 608-785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wyzm.com. This is Wisdom. More to come. Stick around. Jenny bought a brand new car from Clayson Buick GMC and then promptly moved to Arizona. The Crosstalk PM and WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 785-7914. Uh, Joe, I was, we're talking about the Santa Fe shooting. Santa Fe, Texas, is not Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe, Texas, it's near Houston. The school shooting today, uh, my, the numbers that I have right now are 10 dead, 10 wounded, uh, a individual has been arrested uh joe on the better hearing center talk and text line says don't even say his name and i i won't i i i did uh, stumble through his name i couldn't actually there's something wrong with my my brain that i can't i look at that name and i don't see it's greek and so it, it has the letters don't seem to match up to the sounds all right anyway so 17 year old kid is the suspect he's been taken into custody i think they're looking for somebody else there's explosives found. Apparently, he uses dad's shotgun and his 38 cal. Listener says, "Thank you for not calling the Texas thing a disaster. It's definitely a tragedy." Um, I'm assuming this is somewhat tongue-in-cheek. Oh, Mitch, everyone is great because it will never happen here. Our guns are fine. Don't happen to our kids. Won't happen to our kids. Ah, yeah, all right. It is sarcasm. Uh, let's see, let's see. This, um, hmm. This listener says, um, Lieutenant Governor tried to blame the shooting on too many doors. These, the Republican NRA puppets will say anything to avoid blaming guns. 
Uh, what else? Hmm. Uh, number of responses. You can call too at 608 785 7914 785 Yeah, the other, the next, the an, another school shooting in uh, Santa Fe, Texas today. Uh, 10 dead, 10, 10 wounded are the latest numbers that I have. I don't know if that's going to change. Um, it's, it's really, um, oh, this listener says all schools need safety officers and metal detectors. Pretty simple. Well, I have to admit, you know, metal detectors aren't, um, aren't the thing that's going to keep, um, they don't stop a shooting, but it, it alerts you when somebody's got, right? Somebody, when somebody walks in with a shotgun and the gun, at least there's a, there's something that goes off. It doesn't prevent guns from being used, but it does let you know if they're there. Uh, Dan, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick today in Texas, talking about the doors. I mean, it's certainly if you have limited access points, that that is, you know, you choke off access. There's no question. 608-785-7914 on the Better Hearing Center Talk at Text Line. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Um... You know, I, I hear people saying they're blaming the guns. I, I, a gun doesn't shoot anybody by itself. There has to be someone behind it. No, no different than a car. You know, they take a car and run through a bunch of people, kill them. Well, that was the driver. But here, it's it's the gun. It, it doesn't make sense. There was something wrong with this individual, and we have to find out what's wrong with these individuals. If it takes an autopsy, it the brain, whatever it takes. But you can't just blame a gun. You can't blame a car. You can't blame icy roads. It's the person that's operating whatever it is. Um, right. I mean, now this one's still alive, so they won't be studying his brain just yet. Um, but um... Well, even, you know, you, you can send them a psychiatrist and have them work on them. The people that are dead, my gosh, open them up and see what's wrong. They're, See if there's something wrong with the brain. You can look at the brain through MRIs and everything to see if there's something wrong with it. To find out why they're doing this, there is a reason. Yeah. Whether it's logical or not, and you think there's a, a reason. A physical uh, ex- examination of, of brain tissue will tell you what's what's going on here? Oh, you never know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, know if that's been done. I mean, that's a possibility. I'm not entirely sure. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Uh, Eric. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, it's Eric Sparta. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, regarding this last caller on your program here, he uh, talked about uh, a gun. A gun is inactive instrument unless somebody puts their fingers to it. I would say your last caller is, has uh, correct intention. He means what he says and says what he means. But the point is, it doesn't make any difference what kind of gun it is. These people don't know if you can put it into your blue in the face day after day after day. They don't care. They want your guns, and you don't care. Regarding these so-called assault weapons you ably, ably described in your first year program, have you ever heard of a assault shotgun, a full-automatic shotgun? Well, there's, there's something that's called a, a street sweeper that I tried out once. Um, I don't know if that's exactly the same, but it's pretty cool. I, uh, I, I, you know, I don't mean to like get all sappy about a gun right now, but I, I'd used a street sweeper once, uh, tried, tried that out. And it, I think that's sort of a, 
semi-automatic kind of thing. Um, it was pretty it was intense, that's for sure. 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Piano practice is kind of fun sometimes, but it can be hard work. Hey, it's my turn. I need to practice too. Hey, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm Alex. People think that we're the ones playing, and they're all like, oh, you guys are so good at the piano, and it's not for- Yo, Yesterday in lacrosse, I'm Brad Williams. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Wisdom, 608-785-7914. It's a better hearing center talk and text line. It's a free-for-all Friday here, so if anything you want to uh, talk about, we can we can talk about it. Anything that's on your mind is also on mine. Thinking a lot about the school shooting today in Santa Fe, Texas. Um, and I was thinking earlier today that, uh, again, all those kids, they get all that attention. The survivors of the Parkland shooting in Florida. Garnered a lot of attention, some of it positive, some of it not so positive. In relation to that shooting, some legislation that had been passed, changes that had been promised, and then those promises not kept necessarily. But I think they probably truly believed that they were going to make some sort of difference in the sense that there would not be another school shooting. But it's, that's just not the reality. I'll just call it a school attack because it's not, I don't think it's completely accurate to call. There's definitely shooting, but there were bombs planted as well. So called a school attack. And we're back to, I don't know what can be done. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We'll go to the phones. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. Well, uh, I've been trying to find out how did they actually uh, stop this shooter today. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He uh, ran away. I don't know. I see in Texas a lot of the schools, they are allowed to carry concealed carry at their school, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, in my opinion, having citizens armed at school is the only solution and nothing else will help or work. I mean, they can try a lot of things and spend a lot of money, but uh, in reality, the ability to stop some kind of a shooter like this uh, is going to be somebody that has a gun and can stop them. My other comment was <clears throat> the there's a guy running for governor. This is a different subject now. Uh, in Wisconsin, who uh, says, yeah, the unemployment rate is low, but we uh, don't really have jobs that are good enough to support uh, families on not enough wages. My take on that, uh, all, all we can do in society is create a, a jobs that people can do the job, and if they want to make more money, they need to improve their skill it's not something that the government can establish. The government it can't uh, do something that is going to benefit people that don't make enough money. If these people aren't paid what they're worth, then they need to go find a job where they are paid what they're worth. And if they can't find a job that they're paid more money, then they are being paid what they're worth, and they have to accept that. And, of course, the answer to that is go to technical school, learn a trade, learn something where you are paid more. 
Yeah, I, and really that that whole uh, conversation in relation to wages. I mean, you you have to find when the unemployment rate is two point eight percent. In some ways, and you know this, Tom, if you're running for especially an office like governor, if if everything is well, not rosy, but if the, if you have an economic indicator that indicates something is amazing, like a 2.8% unemployment rate, you're going to have to find that black lining to that silver cloud, right? And that right. black, we, so that we, black we used lining, to, um, uh, you up gotta, until you know, recently, you, you and there are still people out there pushing for it, yeah. they like to talk about the need for a higher minimum wage. Well, the Republicans or the current government has established such a strong economy that there is nobody out there, maybe a 14-year-old kid, but nobody else out there working for a minimum wage. Uh, all the entry jobs in La Crosse right now are much higher than that, and it's simply because there's demand for the worker, and they must pay them more, and, and that's the solution. Free market is the solution, not what government is setting a price for what person should be paid. But but I, I agree with you that, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how they can make that argument, um, but the politics, of course. Yeah, it would, it would seem that, it, yeah, I mean, it's all politics. Tom, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. It would seem that um, if the uh, unemployment rate is low enough, which it is, that and anybody who wants to work now has a job. And it's a matter of um, using, utilizing that as a, if you are, if your wages are stuck, in a certain, at a certain level, and there's demand for whatever it is that you're doing out there. You, like Tom said, go. You know, you can easily, easily either. Again, this this is based on whether there's demand for what you're doing. You can make an adjustment and move on to something else. Um, if you're, if there isn't, then you're kind of stuck. Unfortunately, until you change your skill level or, or do something else. And it's kind of like that. I don't, you know, the, the minimum wage argument is interesting because I, I, without a doubt, a higher minimum wage inflates wages. So if you mandate a minimum at, you know, the, the floor level for every job is set at a certain level, then the rest of the wages obviously would have to go up because it, they would have to be incremental based on the, the skills that are required for those jobs. Otherwise, you just, you know, you might, you might stick around with a, the minimum wage job that doesn't have a whole lot of requirements. So there is a wage inflationary thing that happens there, but I don't know if that is, you know, that, that you could, there's definitely arguments, economists' arguments in relation to whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. There's, there's not a consensus. Let's just put it that way. 608-785-7914, Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. I also think that there is, I, th- I have the sense, in terms of wages, I have the sense the reason why our wage increases have not been as high as much as you might think in essentially a full employment environment is I think we have I think we have memories of that because of the recession 
if you went through that and lost a job or were downsized or kicked out or some in some other way affected by the recession, even though that was 10 years ago, I think that that lingers. I think there's a sense. And so you're, if you are in a, in a, in a, uh, an employment situation now that makes sense for you, you know, really, really ruffling feathers and, and, and pushing hard for higher wages, you know, maybe you're like, uh, well, it's not so bad. <laughs> Better stability right now. I don't know. That might be, that might be part of it. That's just one theory. 608-785-7914-785-7914. So Tom said that um, from his perspective, the only thing, and I was talking about the hopelessness of those students from Parkland, Florida, who you saw repeatedly doing public appearances. They were in town hall forums. They were on CNN. They were doing a little of this, little of that. They went to the White House. You got to imagine that kids like that, or heck, even the whatever it was, thousand people that gathered in Cameron Park in Lacrosse, and the blustery cold. You got to believe that all those people who were really bound and determined to make certain that there was going to be some sort of change some sort of political change that would ensure that another mass school shooting would not happen in the U.S. You've got to believe that all of those people who sincerely thought that, that, that them standing up and, and demanding that there be cessation of, of violence in this kind, and that, we, that we come up with solutions that would stop these types of things, you've got to believe that they feel at least somewhat defeated today. Because after all that, after, after there was more attention paid to that group post-shooting than, than any group of parents or students prior to that. That they made inroads where nobody else had. They had forced the conversation about guns and schools and violence and mental health and whatever other gr- ingredients are in there. They'd forced that to new levels. Hell, there was school security measures that there's a whole new $100 million program in the state of Wisconsin. State of Minnesota, they're, they're pushing forward. They're, they've got a, on fast track after today. They've, they've, uh, they, they'd already had this thing in the works, but uh, what is it, $28 million school security thing. Suddenly, everybody, after Parkland, everybody was all about this. Let's get some security going on. What are we doing? Got to believe that. Everybody who really believed that they were finding solutions, that they were advocating for changes that they were really going to see happen, you have to believe that they feel, if you're one of those people, you feel it, right? You feel absolutely defeated. Because you can stand up in the rain and the cold and the wind like those people who gathered in Cameron Park earlier this year, you can stand up and you can gather in those blustery conditions and yell into a microphone all you want. Nothing changes. Not 
not nibbling at the edges, nothing changes. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line, 785-7914. Listener says, Tom is right. Uh, Armed citizens in schools is the only answer. Only in caps. Fighting guns with guns. Only way to stop a shooter is to shoot him. I mean, it's it lacks a little bit in creativity. But maybe. 608-785-7914. By the way, speaking of safety, so uh, Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick um, from Texas, in terms of safety, it sounds like this school was, whoops, can I make this go? Was the safe school. This school, Santa Fe School District, was actually one of 186 schools that received a safety award for going through a program that the state administered out of over a thousand school districts. Dr. Wall and her staff had done everything that they could to protect these students. I think that um, when you said Dr. Wall, I think that is the superintendent of that school district. So this was like a safety, this is a, this school was awarded a safety award. And yet some kid just strolled in there with a gun in his uh, trench coat. Um, and I think this is where, let's see. Same guy, uh, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick today, um, talking about the exits and the numbers of exits and entrances to the school. From what we know, this student walked in today with a long coat and a shotgun under his coat. It's 90 degrees. Had there been one single entrance possibly for every student, maybe he would have been stopped. And he went on, you know, in terms of entrances and exits and entrances, that seems to be the solution that he's latching onto. Um, And here he is again. We may have to look at the design of our schools moving forward and retrofitting schools that are already built. And what I mean by that is, There are too many entrances and too many exits to our over 8,000 campuses. Limiting access, 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. It doesn't get any bigger than this. You're listening to the Titan of Talk. Mitch Reynolds on WIZM. News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. I'm Andrew Dickinson. I work for Dickinson Family Funeral Home. I'm Brian Dickinson with Dickinson Family Funeral Homes. We have a younger brother who has served in the military. It kind of brought to light that those that who have served in the past and are serving now, that it's the entire families that are going through that, that time. Through 60 years of serving families, the Dickinsons continue to appreciate those who've served and their loved ones. I think having a family member serve or um, knowing someone that served, you're really proud of that individual for everything that they've done, for everything that they're doing. It's just the, the utmost respect. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Across Talk PM and WIZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, 785 
Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com, and we'll go back to the phone. 608-785-7914 is a better hearing center talk and text line. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Good afternoon, Mr. Reynolds. Hey there. Number three. You know what's bothering me? What? What are these nuts going to go when school's out? Ah, right. Hmm. Huh? Yeah. I, you know... The, the thing is, schools, is they don't. They schools don't, like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, that's, right. I mean that you know. But I mean, when schools out, what's where are they going to go next? Yeah, they don't have another target. That's the whole thing. This this is not a randomly selected target. You 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 go to the place that has that where you experience the the most emotional trauma, and that for many of them is in school. Yeah, or amusement parks. I, well. No, all I mean, right. Think, not, think, all right. You think and about, I are stay, safer. Our children are safe any place nowadays. Right. That's yeah. about what it boils down to. I mean, you Pretty got much. the screwball that was shooting up Las Vegas. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, we're not safe anywhere. I think. Actually, I think everybody should have a gun. Okay. To defend himself. Okay. That's my general idea. Okay. So it's kind of what Tom said. The more. Basically, the more guns, the better. Um, yeah, the more guns, I think, it'd be better. Okay. Somebody been on that place there with a, two guys with a couple of guns, they might have saved half the people. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just stop. But somebody be against that, too. So. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's definitely people against that. I mean, we, we yep. heard them after the Florida yeah, shooting. keep everybody happy. That's right. my two bits worth. All right. Well, Thank you. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that... Everybody happy is not going to be something that happens. Without question, that's not going to be something that happens. There's not going to be a point in time where everybody is happy. Uh, I, if all right, so the question I suppose so number three, Tom, both say the same thing: more guns, the better. Everybody has a gun. More guns in schools. Citizens armed with guns in schools. Teachers armed with guns in schools. We're gonna we're gonna hear more about this again. This obviously that conversation, Parkland conversation, was all about that. Arming teachers, putting guns in schools. Tom says that's the only real solution. Number three says that more guns, people arming themselves, the solutions to uh, keeping themselves safe because we're not safe anywhere. Does that resonate with you? 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, I do have... I do have uh, tickets that I'd like to give away. So if you call me right now, as a matter of fact, and we'll do this right now, I've got four tickets to a Brewers game coming up on the 23rd, which is Wednesday. It's uh, Milwaukee and Arizona. Four tickets. Call number three right now. At 785-7914, Four tickets to Brewers and the Diamondbacks on Wednesday, May 23rd. 608-785-7914. It's a noon game. 785-7914. Give me a call right now. Call number three. You want your building project to be a success all the way from design to finish. For a project...
Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 923 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening in this uh, this hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery, wonderful people making exceptional beer, doing their best to keep me happy just about every single day. Do what I did and download their free app and get all the latest from Pearl Street Brewery and what they're up to, the events that they're involved in, which is Quite a bit. A lot of community events. Very community-minded organization. Check out that. Uh, also find out on their app what beers they have, what beers are going to drop, where you can find them. All the information is there. If you're a Pearl Street Brewery fan, and if you're not, you should be, find all the information by just downloading their free app. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, but you can also email me and uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook. Got a couple emails, some messages we'll get to coming up here. As I mentioned, um, it is a free for all Friday, so anything you'd like to talk about, we can talk about the uh, Santa Fe school shooting dominating the news day. Clearly, uh, I think there's a there's a, there's a few reasons that any school shooting becomes the dominant. Thing that we're we're discussing, but especially when it when it involves an, a, a large large number of victims, I think that when we you know if there's and I I don't know why we do this, but there's something that when when you get into like the double digits for some reason, there's something that that clicks in our brain that that thinks that there's something that's m- much more significant, uh, but. Any to to any any school any shooting within a school seems like that's something that obviously is alarming, but especially when there's when there's the random intention about it for some reason that also is is very alarming to us. And so, uh, a guy walking into the Santa Fe High School in in Texas, Santa Fe, Texas, not Santa Fe, New Mexico, Santa Fe, Texas, guy walking to school, and uh, um opening fire in an art room obviously there's a randomness there's a the random and uh, you know uh, intentional violence it's it's just it, it it it's just hard to comprehend i think at the end of the day it's really difficult to to wrap your mind around uh, i was asked earlier not to use the name of the shooter i think i'm going to i think i'm going to agree with that i think that i'm not i think that as much as that shooter now becomes the face, and this also another one found alive, arrested, um, he now becomes the face of the latest school tragedy. I, I think I'm not going to make his exploits any more infamous by attaching his name to it. I think that just, I feel like that further exacerbates the problem. So I'm not going to. If you'd like to talk about that, the 608-785-7914 number of ideas floated in relation to the sense that it is, in fact, a hopeless situation. That there is really nothing outside of extreme drastic measures or something incredibly uh, creative that can be done in relation to preventing 
for in, in terms of making certain that when we when the when our children or when our child walks into a school building that he'll walk out alive it seems like there's very little that can be done to completely ensure that but there are probably measures that can be taken so we'll talk about that. 608-785-7914. Uh, a couple of uh, thoughts already from callers. Just simply arming more citizens in schools. Arming more people in schools. The solution that you're going to hear more of. Without question. 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. Good evening for wisdomnews.com. I'm Drew Kelly. LaCroix. LaCroix Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914-785-7914. It is a free-for-all Friday here on LaCroix Talk PM. So use the Better Hearing Center talk and text line to call in or text in at 608-785-7914. Anything you'd like to talk about, we can talk about right here on WISM. We'll go to the phones. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, good morning. I should say good evening. Uh, sure. I'd like to say that uh, Town of Campbell, uh, Town Board, should get with the uh, fire chief and decide what uh, should be done about uh, the low... Uh, firefighter reporting to fire calls. I think something needs to be done. Maybe perhaps uh, put the lacrosse Fire Department uh, on the Beloster so that they get called and and uh, so they can help uh, get the fires out. If uh, the guys don't want to show up in Campbell, something needs to be done. Yeah, you think the um, a little more cooperation with lacrosse Fire Department it might be a key? It uh, it might because uh, there's so many guys in the town uh, that don't want to uh, show their face to a fire call uh, when you're when you're only sending between one and five when they got uh, between thirty five and forty there's something wrong maybe perhaps uh, the fire chief needs to uh, resign uh, maybe you just need to recruit more firefighters. Or just well, no, no, no. Or they need to the ones, have more people start show showing up for calls. They, they got, got enough guys. They, there's just something going on in the town of Campbell Fire Department that uh, these guys are not showing up. Maybe they don't want to work. Well, it could be. Yeah. Then they should turn in their pagers then. Are you, are you suggesting that the Campbell firefighters are lazy? Is that what you're saying? Well, there's something. There's huh. something going on. Oh, Is it the All fire right. chief? What's the problem? No, I mean, fire chief needs to come on and say something. He's probably showing up. Is he showing up? <laughs> Very little. All right. All right. Well, you've you said it, so let's get let's get Melby on here and have him answer for himself. We'll we'll yeah. uh, we'll we'll put the call out. Yeah. Uh, he's been he has been publicly challenged, so we'll make mm-hmm. sure that he gets on here and, and answers for himself. You said between <laughs> between one and five are showing up. To Campbell mm-hmm. uh, fires, you know what, and that's why that's what's going to bring the Lacrosse Fire Department to take over firefighting responsibilities in the town of Campbell, right there, because nobody's showing up. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I right? 
Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, something needs to happen, and yeah. they're not the the guys are not coming forward uh, to do their job. They're being trained and whatnot, but they're not doing it. Huh? Well, uh-huh. Like like you said, something's wrong. If that in fact is the case, then something's wrong. Now, whether oh, yeah. you know what it what what it is, I guess we'll have to we'll have to see. All right, and I don't know. I mean, I'm taking your word for it that it's, uh, you know, you get uh, one firefighter showing up. I'm going to take your word for that. I don't really know myself, but I appreciate the call. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Also on Facebook or Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Greg, what is his name again? Why is it that I don't know the Texas governor's name? Greg Abbott. There we go. Ah, man. Uh, where is this? Is this a question where I think he's asked about tougher tougher gun laws? Or maybe that's not it. I don't know if this is his response there or not. Let me, I, I think this is where... He's asking for people to come to, I think he was responding to a question about tougher gun laws, and this is his response. We need to do more than just pray for the victims and their families. It's time in Texas that we take action. Well, that's not it. That's... All right. Let's see if we can find that. He did did address... um, And I don't see where I did without. Okay. <laughs> it's here somewhere. There it is. I know that when he was asked about tougher gun laws and his response was, hey, let's just get together and deal with this together, basically. But 608-785-7914-785-7914. And, and you tell me, I mean, I, again, this we're going to go through another round of uh, let's do something. What is that something? We're going to do something. And there's going to be conversation and maybe another student group or something along those lines. Uh, and then hopefulness and then hopelessness. It's a, just a, it's a circular. Unfortunately, we've just seen it too many times. 608-785-7914. Let's go uh, to the next caller. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Back in 2001, when uh, September 11th terrorist attack happened, any politician that would listen to me, I said, we don't need all kinds of metal detectors and scanners and thousands of people standing around looking at us. All we need is at every airport, 10 people with a clipboard and all the passengers with uh, their flight number and their seat number on, given to them on their chest like they're a marathon runner or a skier. And they walk past those 10 people with a clipboard. And uh, any, anyone that's noted, after everybody walks past, the 10 people get together, and anybody that has six out of the, six out of the uh, 10 and have the same person noted, then those people's luggage gets scanned. Those people get extra questions asked of them. And uh, everything will be easier to do easier to catch people because just because of the demeanor they have. Same thing needs to be happening now with these schools. Somewhere along the line, all these shooters have been 
signaling on uh, social media that they're going to do something. So somewhere along the line, the schools have to take it upon themselves to hire somebody or assign it to everybody in the staff. You're going to divide it up, all the students, and you're going to have to monitor their social media. And when it comes time that somebody is acting up, that is causing a serious uh, concern, then those people have to be turned over to the authorities, and the authorities can follow up. That's the only way that's going to, in addition to having armed people at the school, to stop somebody once somebody comes in. But it all comes down to more awareness and each individual school district monitoring each individual student based on their social media. All right. And as I said before, and you've just illustrated one potential means, but that is something drastic. You've outlined two drastic measures. Drastic measure number one is to monitor every student and their social media, which is something that, frankly, is not possible. Well, and the other part of it is, is that everybody's social media is voluntary. The uh, person who is needing help is looking for help in any way they can. Uh-huh. All right. It's still, it, and that is still ex- an extraordinary task that you've outlined. So, it, like I said, drastic measure. And drastic measure number two is to, uh, is to uh, have insert more guns in schools or guns in schools. Well, well, you have a guy that comes to uh, 90 degrees outside and he comes to school with a trench coat on. That should alert somebody. He, but he no, no, it, it shouldn't because he wore it almost every day. So, that, <laughs> Well, that, yes, he wore it every nothing, day. There's except, nothing out of the ordinary there. Okay, well, then, of course, then we go back to, of course, that we need... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, the guy, we, we, the guy kept we himself... We need school uniforms. Yeah, then, I mean, of course, well, yeah, or school the uniforms. Trench, well, the trench coat is not a school uniform. No, it, you it's wear not. It. No, it's not. He wore it almost every day. I mean, the guy, like, trench coat-wearing guy who keeps to himself, and uh, and I appreciate the call. Thanks. So, it, it, and and uh, post, um, potentially, it, it you know, and I don't even... I didn't see the post... But he's got like a born to kill shirt on. He's got like Nazi stuff, whatever. I don't know what that is. That does that mean he's going to go shoot up a school? Probably not. But dude wearing a trench coat keeps himself. That's not the guy you point to later. Said I, I never would have expected it. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Let's move on. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, your own. Hi, Mitch. I just want to change the subject for a moment. Good. Um, have you been by the Bridgeview Plaza where they? completed the construction there in the road, and they're doing the beautification and the median I, I there. Was, I was by there today, yes. Well, those things will overkill. They're putting hundreds of little potted plants, designs, edging, <laughs> and a whole bunch of trees. Now, this is all going to need to be taken care of. Yo, Weeded, yo. weed whack. Yo. You're not going to get the traditional big mower that goes down the median there. Correct. I think people would have been happy if you just would have put uh, AstroTurf or, or uh, green concrete there and then put the money towards fixing the roads. Are you, but it wouldn't look as good. Well, just turn and look over at the river. There's the beauty. <laughs> it's like it's, you know, somebody's gonna have to take care of that. You don't like flowers. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. No, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. <laughs> I mean, the reality is, he's right. 
Okay, so whenever you, you know, if, if they would have just not put in Eagle Viewing Center and not planted the medians and the boulevard or whatever, full of trees and flowers and all that kind of stuff, and, and just had a long strip of weeds to mow, it would have been fine. But it's better, aesthetically speaking, if you do have those things. And if it costs a few hundred thousand extra dollars, man, who's counting, right? It's all just, just money. It's all just money. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. You like join us here on the air. Now's the time to do it on the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line. Call or text in. Either one, you get in. 608 785 More to come. Stick around. This is where lacrosse talks. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds. Back in minutes on WYZM. News Talk 1410 AM. 92.3 FM. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for uh, being part of the show this afternoon and this evening. The number is 608-785-7914. It's the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. You can call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the program at 608-785-7914. I was saying earlier that in light of the latest school shooting... I realize that when I say school shooting, that that for some people is a loaded phrase. I found that out after Parkland. We use the phrase school shooting, and and some people found that needlessly loaded. So they thought that the uh, when you say school shooting, it it suggests it implies something that's massive in scope and scale. And it really just means a shooting in a school, but I understand why it would, why it would, it would have that connotation because the use in the media at large of school shooting tends to mean something that is, um, that is large, lots of, lots of, whole lots of, uh, damage. Not unlike today, in Santa Fe, Texas, latest numbers I have, and I think these are still current, 10 dead, 10 wounded, at a high school there. I think this fits the definition. Even uh, the connotations of what it is when you have a school shooting. So anyway, I was saying that something drastic, something drastic would have to happen because otherwise we just continue to have these. There is not. And I described how those, uh, those, all of those people who had rallied and fought and, and stood up and spoke and made uh, appearances and, 
and and argued at town halls and criticized everybody who got up and did that. All of the thousand people that gathered in Cameron Park. What was that March? All of those thousand people who gathered in Cameron Park in Lacrosse. Some of them traveled from other places and they came to Lacrosse and they came and they went and they stood in that park. And when it was cold and it was windy and it was blustery, it wasn't a great day. It was actually supposed to be nicer than it turned out. But they got out there anyway. They held signs. Talked about needed changes and gun laws and what was going to happen with background che- universal background checks and assault weapons and there was the uh, you know the kids because the kids were front and center right kids front and center on this one this time after Parkland kids got up there God they had their signs. They're ready to go. Never again, right? Saw that sign a few times. Never again. And somehow they felt hopeful. Somehow there was a sense like all these people show up, they must support us. If all of these people show up in this park right now in these blustery, rainy, windy conditions, there must be some level of support for the types of things that we're advocating. There must be some level of support for Changes in gun laws or gun controls limiting the access to certain kinds of guns or background checks or something like that. There must be, is what they were thinking. Look at all these people. There were so many people around. There were these cheering people and 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 speakers. There was I don't know a dozen, two dozen speakers that got up on stage, talked about changes that were going to happen that they needed to happen. They had this religious leader and that religious leader and every politician that you could scrape up from the bottom of a rock was on that stage. And they all had that fire, too. They were all growling as they were talking like that. We are going to go and we're going to fight. Right? All of them. But really, when it comes down to it, it's, it's not... You, you can't. Nothing Nothing is really... Again, outside of drastic changes, you don't get... You don't get from there to here. I'm sorry, from here to there. You don't get from here to there without drastic changes. You don't find a path forward... without significantly drastic changes? This email from a listener. Something drastic has to happen? Last week, the worst mass shooting in Australia... <clears throat> uh, wait, what? Last week, the worst mass shooting in Australia's history. Uh, I, I don't. This is something I don't know anything about, so i got to look that up first before I do anything else. Um, the confiscating guns thing in Australia. I don't know. I'll look it up. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at fourteen ten wizm dot com. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. 
Yeah, Mitch, on a little brighter note, I went down to the Isle of Plume Dog Park the other night. Okay? Okay. But on the way down there, I noticed all that old tired iron has all been taken away at the boat dock. All of it has? All of those old boats that I said been sitting there for 20 years. Yeah. They're gone. Really? No. Oh. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I know that a lot of them were gone. I didn't realize they'd all been taken away. Well, That's... that one whole row right along the road there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a few sitting back there, maybe eight or ten. Okay. That don't look bad. But all that old tired iron that I said had been sitting there 20 years is gone. There was a big excavator there. I don't know if he smashed them all up yeah. or what. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> sent them away. Yeah. But it's really funny when the council gives them an extra quarter of a million dollars, how the Park and Recreation Department can do their job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Remember I said it's been sitting there 20 years? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the guy even admitted it. Some of it's been sitting there 20 years, not being used, yep. and they left it sit there for 20 years, yeah. and it cost us a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no question. Yeah. Now that would fix a lot of potholes or fix the dog park, wouldn't it? Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean there needed to be enforcement. There need to, and and frankly there needed to be a better lease. You know, we we can go back and and hindsight tells us that there should have been a better lease on that property 25, you know, 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. But but to see the thing is, from what I understand, a boat's got to be registered currently. Before but, uh, yeah, un- understood, but there and this 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 is where the problem was because there was a question about whose responsibility that was under the lease that was. Remember, these were like twenty five year leases that the former yeah. owner had, and there was there was some question about whose responsibility it was to make sure that those registrations were current and whose responsibility it was to police that. And I think that that's where that's where we saw some of the problems come up is that Steve Mills didn't want to do it. He wasn't, he nope. just didn't, you know, he wasn't going to do it. And, uh. but he, but, um, and the city wasn't going to do it. And they said it was his responsibility. So nobody wanted to take responsibility for it, essentially. Nobody wanted to enforce the law. That's but essentially I think it. If you had a boat sitting in your backyard and it, it wasn't current, you would have to pay the fiddler, I, would yeah, you? Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, because that's all over the city of La Crosse. There are, there are junked boats all over the city of La Crosse that are not current, that are sitting in backyards and front yards and all other places. And they just, they really don't enforce that. That's something that they simply do not enforce. So well, I would disagree oh, with that. Well, that's what those seven guys running around in a little red truck should be doing. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, if you think they should, I don't know. Well, that's I mean, is what that, we're paying them well, for. No, is, but is that, is that determining whether boats are registered? Is that one of those high-priority things that we should be concerned about? Or is it, well, you I don't know. know if it's an ordinance. I think we should abide by it. Right. No, no question about that. But yeah. it, but just like every rule, um, you know, whether it's right. So you don't if, if somebody's going 26 and a 25, you're not necessarily police aren't necessarily going to enforce that as strictly or as they I are drive with my wife through the park four times and I'm only supposed to go three. Right. That. Right. Yeah. It, I, I'm going to go four times around. Are you? I, yep. I might get a little dizzy, but I'll dewind someplace. Okay. <laughs> Keep your powder dry All this right, weekend. Thanks. Have a great weekend. 608-785-7914. Let's get to another caller. 785-7914. We'll go to Dan. Uh, uh, I don't know actually who this is. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Joe. All right, Joe. Go ahead. 
say they're not going to enforce that junk boat, you know, policy in people's yards. That's their insurance against having to do anything about the floodplain. So they'll just leave you alone about that boat. That way, if you flood, you yeah. got your boat right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on a more serious note, though, right. I think that the shooting, this peer-on-peer shooting, that's going to have to be handled by peer-on-peer intervention. Mm. I mean, there's nothing you're going to be able to do with about guns. It's it's the culture of the schools mm-hmm. and the peers, and, mm-hmm. you know, it starts at the parent level. Yeah. So, I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, these yeah. kids are shooting each other. It's not because the uh, guns are because we don't have enough gun laws. Mm-hmm. It's because something is going on with the way that these kids are treating each other. Mm-hmm. And it all it's gotten worse with the me, 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 me type situations of okay. social media. Mm-hmm. The downfall of teachers being able to have any type of control at school, and then also the failure of the parents at home, and just the peer-on-peer interaction anymore these days is just terrible. They bully each other, they ostracize each other, mm-hmm. and then they carry it on through social media constantly. So it's going to have to be, these peers are going to have to be recognizing this, taking steps to, to intervene on these kids instead of just constantly bullying them. Otherwise, we're going to keep seeing this. I, I think that there's, there's a lot of truth to that. It seems so unlikely that 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 much that well, you take could, the guns away and keep doing what they're doing to each other yeah. and they're going to stab each other right I take mean, the knives probably. away and the kids are going to drive school buses and dump they're going to steal their parents truck and drive it through you know the courtyard at school it's not going to end with taking the guns away you got to figure out why these peers are doing it to themselves to each other mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with guns. Nothing right. to do with guns. Nothing to do with guns. Nothing to do with guns. So this the that kid conversation took, that kid would have took his parents' butcher knife if there were no guns. This, this that kid right. was hell bent on doing something to his uh, peers. All right, all right, but but this whole entire conversation should should be be under. We should undertake this conversation outside of any conversation about guns whatsoever. Whatsoever. This okay. this has nothing to do with guns. This has to do with a, a person who has obvious mental issues, who has was left to fester in a situation until this was the choice that he made. Okay. And you could probably say that about all of these. We've got to figure out what the peer-on-peer interaction is doing to these deranged individuals and stop it there. It's not going to work to take away guns. They're going to do it with anything that they can. They're driven to this point, it seems like. All right. Well, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And I, I don't, and I think that one of the things that we're hearing calls for is more mental health resources in schools to do exactly what he's talking about. So if that's part of the solution, that's part of the solution. The problem is, is that if you're talking about blanketing the United States with people who can deal with mental health issues to like to, to target kids or to have kids direct energy towards dealing with other kids, that again falls under the label of, from uh, or under the category as far as I'm concerned is doing something that's incredibly drastic. And there's got to be will. And there's got to be money to, to, to pursue that. 
But, um, you know, dra- drastic is it. There's, there are only drastic changes. I, th- I think. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the number. I, I think that I'm, I'm understanding now where, um, and thanks to someone who sent me a, um, a link to um, the story from somewhere in Western Australia, what this happened last week, where a family was shot to death. Okay, so I, I think I understand what he's trying to say now. This was a sarcastic email. Something drastic to ha- happen last week, the worst mass shooting in Australia's history, which is not true. They confiscated all the guns to stop things like that. Pretty effective. We should try it here. All right. So back in uh, 96, so this is many, many years ago, there was a shooting in Tasmania. I think it left 35 people dead or something like that. That was the worst mass shooting in in Australia's history. Uh, They enacted some pretty draconian gun laws at that point. And um, basically, you got to know, you got to know, you know, Jesus's best friend to have a gun in Australia at this point because of that shooting in Tasmania. Um, and so this shooting, which left a family of seven dead is the worst mass shooting since that point. So I get the point he's trying to make there. Uh, I do have another four pack of tickets to give away. I want to do that right now. Be caller number three at seven, eight, five, seven, nine, one, four, uh, Brewers and Diamondbacks, Wednesday, March 23rd. If you call me right now at 785-7914, 785-7914, you will win these four tickets, four tickets to Brewers and Diamondbacks, March 23rd. Call her right now. Picks up four of them, 785-7914. Pearl Street Brewery celebrates 19 years of local beer. Thank you to all the people that have drank our beer, supported the brewery, and allowed us to grow and blossom. Cheers! If your health matters, so does your source of information to help you maintain your health. Join host Chris Stauffer this Sunday morning at 8 on WIZM for It's Personal, brought to you by Gunderson Health System. 30 minutes that will get you up to date and the latest information on medical news, health care trends, along with important insider information about health care and how it affects you. Wellness, medicine, fitness, surgery solutions, and more. Tune in to It's I'm Mitch Reynolds, the Crosstalk PM on WYZM, uh, and uh, this hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Congratulations to Bill picking up uh, four pack of tickets to Brewers and Diamondbacks. Should be a pretty good day- game. Brewers are uh, they're not horrible; they're actually pretty good. I don't know if you noticed that. Just something to keep your eyes on, you know. Thanks for all your input uh, here this afternoon in relation to. I mean, is it is it all is it complete hopelessness? I don't know. Maybe not. Although sometimes it feels like that when it comes to figuring out how best to address all the issues surrounding shootings at school. Thanks to my love to Anna. We'll talk on Monday right here on Wisdom. the name Karastan, you think quality and durability. If you've been thinking about new Karastan carpet in your home, there's never been a better time. 
During National Karistan Month, get up to a $1,000 rebate on select Karistan styles only at Floor Crafters. In our Karistan lineup, we have woven and line to flooring that they've put in years and years ago. And if you come in and you find a carpet that you think might work well for your home, we can have samplings sent directly to your home at no extra cost before you buy. No matter what you paid for your home, it's your mansion. Get new flooring from the flooring guys at Floor Crafters. I'm Tom. My brother Daryl and I own Floor Crafters. We'll give you a lifetime guarantee on our work. Floor Crafters, we'd love to be your flooring guys. I'm Andrew Dickinson. I work for Dickinson 